the United States Champion of Justice, fixing America's issues one state at a time. We have serious problems to solve, and we need serious people to solve them. Welcome to the Darian America Show on WCGO. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Darian America Show. The United States Champion of Justice, fixing America's issues one state at a time. I am here with the ever-present, the fabulous, the beautiful, the phenomenal, the incredible, Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys. What's up, Nancy? Hey, Darian. Ah, shucky-ducky, quack-quack. All right, I'm going to put my headphones on. I was trying not to put them on the afro, but I'm just going to have a dent. That's okay. Man, y'all <laughs> missed the care. Well, well, thank you. It's You know what? It takes a lot for a woman to tell a man that he's beautiful. Well, maybe not this woman. Hey, now. <laughs> man, don't make me fight Mr. Nancy Drew. <laughs> y'all, man, y'all missed a good party. Me and Nancy was just back in here kicking the breeze, and we was, was singing and recording me on the mic and stuff. And Nancy can sing. We're going to get her out to one of my karaoke sets. So when y'all see Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys and D-Silk doing their thing, you'll know that we kicked it off at WCGO. So we're going to do our karaoke thing, man. I can't wait. Let Me, me get, too. Come on now. That's what I'm talking about. I, I I love a woman that can sing. I keep saying I'm going to marry a woman that can sing. Aww. But see, singing women come with problems, and they always yeah, talk that's that. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop before I put my size 13 in this big old mouth of mine. Hmm. Let's get into it, man. You know, um, let me let me throw this out right quick before I, I really start the show. Um, you all know that I lost a friend of mine a week, maybe you know, it was about two weeks, I think. And I've been having problems grieving. I've been trying to deal with that. And one of my topics I threw on, on my notes today was how do, what's the perfect time for somebody to grieve? Because folks been coming at me like, oh, okay, well, whatever, D.C.O. No, man, I was hurting. And I was hurting so bad, I started to see him. Now, of course, I don't care. You know, zombies suck. Those are the stupidest things. And why would a zombie want to come back? Now, this zombie, this person, been passed away. They've been maybe dead. Well, the zombies on the living dead. They've been dead for a long time. And they're coming back. And what's the first thing they want to do? Eat people. Why? Them dudes are skinny. They ribs are showing. They don't have no intent. What are they eating for? Let us think about this. Zombies are the dumbest monsters ever. You have to eat to sustain your body. And once your body's done, you have no need to eat. So if I were to come back as a zombie... I ain't looking at nobody for food. I'm just walking around like, man, I'm tired. I would like to go back to resting, please. That's what zombies should do. Zombies should be like that. They, it's not like, why do they get stupid? And they just walk around, ugh, brains. People are crazy. <laughs> crazy, man. But any of it, and I, I know that's totally way off the topic. Hey, but, Darian. Yes. I just want you to know, um, mm. zombies aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Nancy. I mean, just if you... <laughs> Thank you. They're, they're not real. They're not. The, the human imagination. People imagine everything. They always feel like, yeah, somebody going to come back, a zombie going to... Dude, there's no such thing as reanimation. We have not figured out for all these years how to bring a body back. Once it's gone, it's gone. And I totally believe that's because the soul has left it. You ain't finna pull nobody's soul out of heaven. Or... Or hell. <laughs> Preach. <laughs> Come on, man. I don't want to bring nobody back because I just can imagine when they left that shell, the body's tired. You don't need that body no more, man. It is a shell. It was housing your soul, 
and you can't use it anymore. Why would you want to come back if you've died from cancer? It ain't like they didn't cure the cancer. The cancer's still in there. That's what ultimately made your soul go to heaven. So you ain't finna bring that back, man. And I, I wouldn't want it back. I'd be walking around, old man, like, if y'all don't put me back to sleep, I don't want this. But, you know, I've been seeing my friend. And, not saying, and that's totally way off the topic. He ain't no damn zombie. But I do believe that his spirit has come to me. I believe his spirit has come to me, and it let me know that he was all right. I mean, I've seen my boy, you know, he he's in a, a open field, a plain, you know, and it's grass, and there's a chair sitting there, and he's got on all white, and he's smiling at me. And he's, well, he's laughing at me more than anything, because when Tim was here, he used to definitely get laughs off of me. It's the most, you can laugh at me. <laughs> if you ever laughed at me before, call me at 877-711-5611. I will give you something to laugh at. Just looking at me. My grill is funny. I got an afro. People don't wear afros no more. How many men walking around here with an afro on? I can't cut mine off. I be wanting to put braids in it. No, put no braids in it. I want to twist it. My mother call them little, little kinker bugs when I put twist in my hair. And she cannot stand it. She don't want to disappoint mama, man. Mama be looking at you like, what's wrong with you? Okay, mom, I'll keep the afro. I can't cut it down. If I cut it too low, oh, you got low haircut now. What you doing? So... Any event, man, I wasn't doing well with my friend's passing. My brother's passing. I hate calling him friend. It wasn't handling. I wasn't handling it well. I was starting to see him. And if I went to my other brothers, well, they got their own battles. And they looking at me like, man, you might need to check yourself into the mental institution. If I would have kept going, I would have. So I had to step away for 48 hours. Do you know how many calls and, and inboxes and texts and people acting like I'm just so important? I ain't important. And I'm looking at that camera right there. I look at my own. I'm not important. They wouldn't call me if I was there. If I, would, if I didn't tell nobody, I wasn't going anywhere. If I just let it go, nobody going to call me. But because I said well, I need to step away for a minute, I mean, I felt my work suffering. And y'all know I'm a perfectionist. Anything I put my hands on, I'm going to give it 1,000%. I don't know how to just let stuff go. So my work was suffering. I was suffering more. And I just had to get away. You know, want to get away? I had to get away. I'm back now. Am I still handling, you know, him, his passing better? No, I'm not. But I'm starting to heal. But it's going to be a while. So... Can you do me a favor? Don't mess with me. <laughs> I mean, I got to do my job. And I am getting back into the karaoke game. That's something that I wanted to discuss. I'll discuss it briefly. But I have, there's another bar that wants to invite me to do karaoke. I'm going to advertise it on my page. I'm going to you know, talk to my people and let them know where I'm at. It sucks because of COVID-19. You know, I have to provide, well, I don't have to, but I plan to. I have gloves. I'm going to provide gloves, provide mic covers. I'm going to wear a shield myself. I need to get my, my headpiece because I've been putting that off, but I'm going to get my, micro, my headset microphone. And we're going to go ahead and try to do karaoke safely. This pandemic is going to be with us for a while. We all know that. Be safe, man. And every week I ask for people, if you've survived COVID-19, tell me what you did. I don't care how simple it may seem. Tell me what you did and at least let us go through the science and we can pick what works for us. We can decide what works for us. Tell us, but people don't want to talk because they're afraid to be wrong. Let me tell you something. 
I would rather that you be wrong. And I try it. And that's you wrong like our ex-president. And he is our ex-president. I don't know why he's still fighting, but that's okay. Let him fight. I'm not going to tell you to take bleach. <laughs> and if you tell me to take bleach, you can take that bleach, turn it sideways, and you know where you can put it. And I still ain't told you to put it in your mouth. So, but just tell me what you did. Let me share what you did. So, I'm way past what I was getting ready to get into. Let me get into it now before the commercial break. We got Monday Night Football. The Bears and the Minnesota Vikings. The Toilet Bowl 2.0. <laughs> we got some quarterbacks off the scrap heap, man. Come on. I'm not mad at Nick Foles. Let's, let's just put it out there and be on. He's better than what we had. But did you know that Mitch Trubisky got a shoulder injury on the one play that he played in? He hurt his shoulder, and now he's out for, well, I won't say the season. I'm saying definitely. That sounds like a power move to me, y'all. Come on, man. Ain't nothing wrong with Mitch Trubisky other than, and I would, I would even say this. It's not that he can't quarterback. He wasn't developed. I mean, anybody can play the quarterback position, but for those that play it elite, those that can do what they need to do as a quarterback, you have to develop them. And I do not believe that Matt Nagy knows how to develop a quarterback. And he used my man that's in Kansas City right now. Why am I drawing a blank on his name? I talk about him all the time. Deshaun Watson and – well, not Deshaun Watson. He's in Texas. The other guy. Well, any event. Matt Nagy took all the credit for molding him. Patrick Mahomes. There we go. I don't know why I went blank all of a sudden on Patrick Mahomes. I don't think Matt Nagy did anything to develop him. He didn't play his first year. Alex Smith was playing. So, no, Matt Nagy didn't develop him. I think that we did not have the right person to develop Mr. Trubisky. Mr. Trubisky should have sat his butt on the bench for the first couple of years and bought him along slowly. But you want to put the giraffe in front of him and with, with John Fox, the Bears were destined to fail. So now they're trying to go with Nick Foles. Nick is a good quarterback. Nick is a quarterback. He's been playing the game for so long, he knows how to play. Nick ain't the Bears quarterback. Nick is going to get out there. He's going to give you what he's got. He is a grade A backup. That's what we got. We got the battle of the backups. Kirk Cousins, you like that? Yeah, well, I liked it for a game. Kirk Cousins ain't the man either. So you got the Minnesota Vikings, and the Vikings always had weapons. The Vikings had receivers. The Vikings have running back. They even have decent defense, but they don't have a quarterback. So we got to figure out the problem, and they playing on Monday night. Well, the Bears are in it, y'all, whether you like it or not. And they're probably going to make the playoffs. So we're going to have a playoff team with no fans. Mmm, think about that for a minute. Nobody's going to be able to go to Soldier Field. No tailgating. We're still practicing this social distance. I can't stand this social distance. But I respect the science. I don't know if this is legitimate, if it's real. But if it ain't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. This is the Daring America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, simulcast 95.9 FM. That sound like Ramona Hernandez right there. I love her. And her name ain't Hernandez no more. She's got married. Come back, y'all. What state are we covering? Let's go. Yeah. 
the Darian America Show, brought to you by WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. You were listening to my man's 50 Grand. That's Fabian Soul and Dottie Stacks, man. I love Fabe Soul, man. And he bought Dottie in. That's okay. I keep saying I'm going to get with him. And I've, I said it today on air. I'm going back into karaoke. And I'm going to start karaoke at my house, too. I, <laughs> I know. I know. I know. We got to be safe. There are things that have to be done. My kids are getting ready to come back home, man. I was going to touch on that last segment. Darian and Deja have survived their first semester in college, technically, because they're going to have to do the rest of the semester from home. I kind of think that Prister and Lori Lightfoot are doing a little bit extra. They're trying to stand out. It's like, okay, JB, you ain't got nothing else to prove, man. I know you want to stick to this five-phase plan and... Okay, but you need to start trying to resolve the COVID-19. Let's fix this pandemic. I did ask, before I go into my next topic, are you taking the vaccine? And I said during my pre-show fistfight, I'm kind of on the fence. You know, at first I was like, I ain't taking no vaccine like everybody else. No, we ain't taking no vaccine. Everybody, if you ask like 10 random people around here, are you going to take the COVID-19 vaccine? I swear, nine and a half of them, I don't know what the other half is going to come from. But they'll say, no, I ain't taking the vaccine. No, I'm not taking it. I get it. But I'm like this here, man. (laughs) I want to get out. I'm tired of being locked down. We have been on lock since March. That's way too long. And even if Lori Lightfoot is going to execute this, Chicago stays at home. I ain't even look at that madness, man. Lori, shut up. But if you're going to execute it, I've been saying this, too. You need to freeze the economy. I didn't say let's stop the economy or move the economy to 25% capacity. That don't work. Freeze it. Don't make the homeowners or the landlords, don't charge them. Stop it. The people that are losing their businesses, people are still losing businesses, y'all. And it's certain people that are trying to open businesses. My man's chef, a.k.a. Calvin, he's going to open a, a jerk business. And the man can cook. I love his food. But why would you start a business right now? And I, if you would like to start a business right now, a restaurant business, call me, 877-711-5611. Tell me how you would successfully start your business. I would love to hear it because I wanted to start a restaurant. Everybody knows my restaurant that I wanted to start, and I still want to start it because I believe in multiple links, multiple streams of income. Multiple streams of income. I've talked about that. I've even did a show on that. You can't just get rich off of one thing. We don't know what the next big thing is. It's got to be something Internet-based because it's got to reach the masses. So what are you going to do? I don't have an idea yet, but I did want to have this restaurant, and I thought the restaurant would grow and reach the masses. Can't grow nothing in COVID-19. So I've asked, are you going to take the vaccine? I'm on the fence because I want to go outside. That ain't no guarantee. How do you feel about China right now? We haven't, they need to be the, the front and center of the conversations. Because now that we've moved on from, the, I moved on from Donald Trump, man. I'm not still following the election. If you believe that he won, okay, well, More power to you. Let's start to heal this country. Donald, job well, let me, job well done. 
Round of applause. You did the best you could with the hand you were dealt. Your wall didn't get put up in Mexico. You did what you could. With, hey, Donald Trump gave us a stimulus package. He did. You know, you can say he didn't, and you can talk all the smack in the world, but he signed off on that. Now, where's the second one? I don't know. Will Joe Biden give us a stimulus package, too? <laughs> I need a stimulus package every month. <laughs> give me some stimulus, man. But Donald Trump is gone. He may be back in four years. And for everybody who is waiting on Joe to do his job, if Joe sucks and he don't do his job, because I, Joe's going to get through four years. Our 80 ain't the same, man. 80 is the new 60, I think. 60 is the new 40. 40 is the new 20. We've taken 20 years off of our set life. Well, let me tell it. I'm always crying about being old. My knees, my shoulder. I don't know what's going on with my shoulder. It hurts. But either way, it ain't the same no more. You don't have to be 20 years old to be a multimillionaire. That kind of bugs me, too. You know, we make our athletes millionaires, and they, you know, they, thank God, and I'm going to take care of my mom. And I hear you, man. But I hope that when you're 45, like me, you still got your fortune. I constantly look for who's going to be the next big thing in politics. We're going to need new politicians. It ain't Marco Rubio and, and Ted Cruz. It's some new people out there that have Republican ideas, Democratic ideas. They're going to bring them to the table. But do they have to be 20? Can a 20-year-old successfully tell me what to do? That's probably that's a part of the problems. The police, the, the police run in. Why am I bumbling today? <laughs> that's a problem that the police run into. A lot of those officers are not past 35. Now, if you're 65 and you still, well, you shouldn't still be a police officer if you're 65. But if you're still elder and you've gotten years of experience under your belt, you should know how to treat people. A lot of these younger officers, they become police because that pays well. And you get a lot of perks for being a cop. So why wouldn't I? Well, I had that opportunity. I just I couldn't do it. I don't ever want the death of a child or the death of someone in a fire or some crazy way that a person has passed away. I don't ever want that to be, you know, make me numb. I was like, oh, okay, tag my bag, boys. No, I don't want to be that way. I want to hurt every time. And I'm going to hurt. So I wasn't able to be a police officer. So we're getting ready to come up on a break. And I didn't, I didn't even touch on Thanksgiving. We'll be back to it. What are you cooking? You can always tell me, 877-711-5611. You can leave it on my Facebook page. I want to know what the masses are making. What am I making? Hey, I'm making turkey. I'm making dressing. I'm making mac and cheese, a five-cheese mac and cheese. And I'm making some crazy kick-butt greens. What state are we covering, y'all? We're covering the state of swag. On the Darien America show, the United States champion of justice fixing America's issues one state at a time. Let's go. Hi, I'm Darian D. Silk Sims, the host of the Darian America show. And I want to let you know that you're listening to the podcast version of the Darian America show, which airs every Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. on WCGO radio. Tune in live from 1590 a.m. and 95.9 f.m. in the Chicagoland area, WCGORadio.com, or watch the live feed at Facebook.com slash WCGORadio. The latest podcast episode becomes available every Sunday. You can find it, rate it, and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, 
TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. If you'd like to get in touch about the show or inquire about sponsorship opportunities and rates, please reach out to DarianAmerica at Hotmail.com. Okay, back to the show. And I would burn myself, I just had to touch it. The Darian America Show, the United States champion of justice, fixing America's issues one state at a time. We are covering the state of swag. Yes, that's Justin Timberlake right there, y'all, with Jigga Man named Justin Got Swag. He has swag. I mean, I, when I first really, like, paid attention to Justin, I know he was with NSYNC and he was dancing. But when I heard that boy, I mean, he slowed it down. They stopped jumping around for a minute, and they sat on those chairs, and they was like, there's a thousand words that I could say to make you come home. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? This little dude got swag. And then his boys was in the background doing their thing. There is something I said to make you turn away, make you walk out and leave me cold. Man. JT. And he that's his career. Nancy back there humming. She like, mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, man. So my first question, what is swag? That word hasn't even been around that long. I mean, it wasn't around in the 80s. It wasn't around in the 90s. And swag means so much. When I really honestly first heard of the term swag, it was something that the award shows used to give. You know, they would set all these stars up and they would give them bags of swag. And, man, you know, people have enveloped and, and developed swag. Men have swag. Now, I got some women challenging that. They're like, man, I don't know what you're talking about, but uh, Mara, I get swag. I don't like swag for females, and I'll tell you why. Because, number one, the word is self. I mean, you calling a woman like she's swag. No, man, she's swag. She's surf. I like women that are pretty. I like sexy women. I like divas. See, I think that's the alternative to a man diva. Because, you know, they try to call men divos, and yours truly has been called a divo. <laughs> but divo sound like beat Debo. <laughs> and Debo was the dude that was terrorizing them on Friday. Well, I got $200. Yeah, when he walk away... I'm be talking again, but when you see I'm quiet. No, man, get out of here. Swag is for the men. Let us have something. We don't have much when it comes to terminology. Let the men have swag. I love when a woman come up to me and be like, you got some swag, D-Silk. And even though I may play it off, I'm going to brush my shoulders off. I'm like, thank you kindly. And I keep it moving. It is confidence. Men should have confidence. And they got to have confidence because 90% of them are wearing their pants hanging off their backside. You got to be confident to show your underwear. (laughs) And they better be clean. Jeez Louise. I be so mad at dudes. Now I'm going to be first one to tell you I got to pull my pants up because number one, I got a big backside. Yeah, they silk got back. I got cakes. And I don't want you looking at my cakes. So I try to keep them out of your sight. I mean, you know, it's only a special person that should be looking at my cakes. I ain't supposed to put them on display. And when I'm walking down the street behind these dudes, and then it's not so much that, see, back in the day, it was only, like, really the top part of your backside. And it's like, well, that's disgusting, too, but, all right, well, at least you can pull your pants up a little bit. Now these men are wearing 
baggy. No, they not baggy no more. Remember we used to wear baggy pants? Mm-mm. They wearing skinny pants now. With their backsides hanging out. And they steadily constantly pulling up their pants. Don't you realize that that just makes it easier for the police to grab you? <laughs> That's truly what it is. You're going to let your pants fall down, and you're trying to run away from the police, and they just they just trotting behind you. Like, do, 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 do the police wear their pants hanging down? If you're going to be a criminal, and I've had a lot of cases come across. You know, I do a news segment here called News For You, and this is how I see it. People are getting caught trying to riot. Well, that was back when. I mean, how long ago was that? It seemed like it was a, a year, 10 years, 100 years ago. It was only a few months ago. But if you're going to run from the police, you might want to pull your pants up and t put your belt on. These dudes are coming outside without belts. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> pull your pants up. That's not swag. That's sloppy. That's disgusting. It's gross. It's nasty. Don't wear your pants out, man. I don't, I don't like it. I'm a dude that pulls my pants up, and I make sure if my pants even slightly fall down, I don't want the women to be looking at me like, mm. And I'm turning to y'all. I'm going to look right in this camera right here. I'm looking straight ahead. It's y'all fault, women. Yep, I said it. It's y'all fault. Because you letting the men get away with wearing their pants down. Number one, your child, I mean, I, I can't blame the kids. They kiddies, they running around, they sloppy, they playing, they don't care. If you can tell your child to pull his pants up then, how come when he turns 12 and 13 and he start wearing his pants off his backside, you're allowing him to? It's your fault. And your response is, well, his daddy shouldn't be wearing his pants down. His daddy better not wear his pants down. If daddy wearing the pants down is a problem. So now you got a little kid with his backside out, dad with the backside out, and y'all still sleeping with him. Mm. I said that out loud, and I'm looking in the camera. Are you still sleeping with the man who wears his backside out? Call me at 877-711-5611. Is that swaglicious? Is that what makes swag? And now let's turn it around as I wait on my phone call. <laughs> y'all ain't calling. Leave it on my Facebook page. I said, I don't like women that say they have swag. Some women do say they have swag. But does it count when you tell yourself? Somebody got to come to you. It's like calling yourself cool, man. Yeah, I'm, I know I'm cool. I know I'm cool. How do I know I'm cool? Because my daughter, when she was in high school, some of her friends came to her and was like, man, your dad is so cool. I was like, show you right. <laughs> you know, thank you, little lady. And I got to strutting, and my chest was all puffed up, and my daughter was like, Dad, shut up. You ain't cool. I'm glad she don't call me cool. She shouldn't. I shouldn't be considered cool to my daughter. I'm her daddy. And I want to be her dad. And I want to do the things that she needs as her dad. That's where you draw the line. Dudes are going to come. Now, come on, man. When you're a, a bowl of hormones, I remember back when some of my boys' mothers was shot, man, ooh, buddy. I'm, I'm not going to say anybody's name. I mean, these women are well into their 60s now, and they still fine. Mm. I couldn't appreciate it when I was younger, but when I was younger and they were a little bit younger, they was fine, and they still fine. You got to understand what swag is, and if you got to tell yourself that you're swaglicious, you're not. Somebody has to tell you. They got to tell you that you're cool. So if you're trying to be swaglicious, well, number one, let me help you out. 
Fellas, pull your pants up. That will help you big time. Pull your pants up and don't always, your, your wardrobe shouldn't be Timberlands and jeans and, and hoodies all the time. I got my Tims. I got my jeans. I got my hoodie. I walk around, you know, looking kind of, for the lack of a better term, bumlicious because that's how I feel when I'm wearing that stuff. Because you know me, I throw on a sweater vest and a tie and a button down. And I got on hard bottoms too with jeans. My peers said I dress like a science teacher. I'll take that. That's my swag. And I don't want my woman to be swaglicious. If she's walking around dressed in button down, or that matter of fact, if she got on a hoodie and some jeans and some Tims, she better be wearing them right. I want them jeans to fit. I want those Tims to be tight. And I want her hoodie to hit her just right. So we walk down the street, it's like, mm, all right, baby, you got a little swag to you. But then when we come to go somewhere and I put on my button down and my tie and my sweater vest, she needs to put on something that augments that or complements it. That's what I want. I want no woman walking around looking like no dude talking about, I got swag, this is what I do. If, well, I'll, 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 say, I'll save that. Let me, let me pull that back. See, sometimes you got to know how to pull words back. I almost said something real controversial, and it could it would have been real bogus. You can be a diva. I like a diva. Man, I like a short dress on a lady. I don't want the thing to be showing everything. I want her to have a little bit of class with it and tantalize me. Don't just put it out there. Don't just wear all this tight reveal and stuff and think, yeah, I know I got swag. No. Front your, rock your stuff. Be a diva. Wear your heels. If you can't wear heels, and heels are the most uncomfortable shoe. And I don't know why men are attracted to those shoes. If you're a man and you're listening right now and your woman got to wear heels, call me at 877-711-5611. Why do we have, we require our women to wear heels? I want you to wear what's comfortable. If I mean, it could be a nice flat. It could be a wedge. But there is one time I do like heels. I like when they come from the closet and she put them on and she strut from the closet to the bed. Mm. Yeah, I said that out loud. I sure did, because if you're not comfortable wearing those out in the street, I get it. You know, you see women in those skirts, and they have on their little gym shoes after they didn't walked around the office for a while. You got to adjust, man. Them shoes ain't comfortable. I can't walk in them. I ain't even finna try, and I hope to God there's no size 13 male heel around. It's a size 13 male heel around somewhere. Ugh. And that's okay if that's what you want to wear. I'm not going to wear it. But if you got swag, somebody got to tell you you have swag. Ladies, if you think you a diva and you're trying to be a diva, let somebody tell you. If you think you got swag and you want to stretch your stuff and you got swag, let somebody tell you. But it does not count if you're telling yourself. That's the only issue I had with Kobe Bryant. Rest his soul. He named himself the Black Mamba. All right, Kobe, you dope. You do what you do, but you ain't, you can't name yourself. You know, King James, he named himself. I ain't like that. You didn't name his airness. So, we're coming up on a break, y'all. The Chronicles of the American Night. We're going to get into it. But in the meantime, between time, I'm going to do my half shimmy, which I don't. But I'm going to do my dance because I got swag, baby. This is the Darien America Show. Let's get it. Let's go. Yeah. 
This is the Darian America Show, the United States champion of justice, fixing America's issues one state at a time. We are covering the chronicles of the American night, y'all. They coming up. My man, Micah D, he be blowing that, man. Just real quick, Micah D, man, he he blew out about three sets of my microphones, but the boy can sing. He can sing the phone book from Adams to Zawiski, and I would sit there and listen. Micah D got some skills. So... What's I did that. What state are we covering? It was the state of swag. So, the Chronicles of the American Night. So, Nancy, Drew, are you ready? I am ready as I'll ever be. Man, I love Nancy. I love having a female <laughs> opinion, too. And she, and she will give it. I have no problem with that. I love it. Oh, well, I'm glad you do because you wouldn't like me very much. You wouldn't want to work with me if you didn't like Hearing other people's opinions. Mm, well, opinions are just like backsides. <laughs> we all got them. That's right. That's right. <laughs> all right, let's go. Dear Darian, a little over a year ago, I found out my husband was cheating on me. I forgave him, and we're trying to work things out. At first, things were great. He was attentive, loving, and generous. Recently, he admitted to having another affair. Oh, boy. <laughs> this was after I confronted him. He apologized and begs for my forgiveness. Problem is, I don't think I can ever trust him again. I am considering divorce. Am I wrong, or is it possible to repair this relationship? Mm. Well, we're going to let the married person in the room mm. take the first swing at it, and I know she hates talking about sex, and it's not all just well, sex. Well, this isn't, this isn't necessarily about sex. Ah. Um, so much. This is a real thing, mm. and, and it's a problem. I'll tell you what. Okay. I believe that all relationships can be healed, yes, but it takes two willing participants. And this guy, he you gave him a chance, and he went out and did it again. Sounds like he's a cheater, mm. and he's probably not going to change. Mm. I'd say move on. Mm. I, I would. Um, I'm not a big advocate for divorce, but okay. there are reasons to get divorced, and this happens to be one of them. You gave him a chance. If he was serious, he he would have changed. Hey, that's from Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys. I like that. I like that, but let me add my two cents because, you know, I try to look mm -hmm. at the big picture. <laughs> the big picture is get out. No. Ah, Nancy. I'll stop. I'll stop. Nancy. Okay. Let's, let's, let's uh, kind of break this down a little bit. Now, I'm only a few credits short of my psychology degree, as I always say. But there's something going on there. First off, we have to realize, number one, and remember that we are animals as well as people. Yeah, we're the most intelligent animal. We know common sense. We can think about it. But we have urges. And there's no, sometimes there's a woman that walked past with a backside big as California, and she, ha she sway. <laughs> And I look at her like, oh, my God. But as a 45-year-old man, I don't mind looking. And I look, and in my mind, you know, I take a mental picture as she walked past. I ain't got to look back at her because looking back at her is a waste of time. And I'll just look, and I'll appreciate, and then I'll move forward. This guy is acting on it. So the first question is, how old is he? Because he hasn't been through things. Bruh, you don't know what it is to be with a woman that if she's taking care of you and she's doing the things that she needs to do, and I'm saying, my frat brother said it best, find somebody that will wipe your backside when you can't. You're out here, you're being reckless, and you're using your strength to walk around like there's not a problem. He may very well be a serial cheater. He's a serial cheater, and there may not be anything you can do about it. You gave him a chance, 
But what came with that chance? Did you say to him, okay, I'll give you another chance, but if I'm going to give you a chance, give me the code to your cell phone. Give me the password to your Facebook. I need to really infiltrate your world until I'm comfortable. And if this is his, if this is his wife, not his husband, he shouldn't have a husband, but he didn't. Not there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> you got to infiltrate his world, and he's got to be accepting of you in his world. If he's not letting you in his world, that's a problem. And you see, you know that there's something going on there, man. And it don't take a rocket scientist or a radio host that's a few credits short of his psychology degree to tell you it's something wrong. You may very well need to get out. And he can be loving, but if that's your breaking point, if that's the one you say, I can't get past this because he is out there doing what he's doing, and I don't know if he's going to bring me back home something, I think that's the biggest reason why people don't want to be intimate with other folks. You don't want to catch something. It can happen. It can happen. And you don't want to catch it, so why even bring it home, man? I done gave you all the time. We done put in all these years to be together. Now we've decided to be married, and we're moving forward, and you keep on stepping out. Man, that's got to be hard to look at another woman and get her number and be deceptive, and you keeping your life away from her. That's hard. And if that's what you're doing, bruh, bruh, you need to just stay single until you're like, okay, I'm ready to be tied down, and let me make this other woman happy. Or... You make that woman that's happy there. You give her everything that she needs until she's comfortable. That's my two cents. Don't I sound smart? <laughs> All right. Let's go to number two. Dear Darian, I want to start a business. I think I have a great idea, but every time I try to start one, one of my people come up to me with an emergency. I can't get my feet off the ground because I feel my people are being anchors around my feet. I want to help them out but I also need to help myself. What would you do to handle this? Mmm, that's juicy. Mm. I'm going to let you swing, Nancy. Well, I feel like I should get my husband on the phone. Mm. Don, Don, you need to call <laughs> because this is what Don would say. Ah. Don would say, they ain't your people if they're keeping you down. Mm. Your people should be building you up. Come on. All right? Come on. So if they're keeping you down, they ain't your people. Come on. Your people should be Building you up. Hey. And I, I that was the best Don impersonation I have. I know it's really bad. <laughs> well, it sounds good to me because I ain't never met Don. <laughs> <laughs> sounds good. And you know what? Don is right. He is right. And I'm going to jump in there with my two cents. What would they, the question was, what would I do? Well, I do produce a show, and I've mentioned him before, the Jared Dillian Show. It comes on Monday through Fridays after the Joe Walsh Show. And... Jared would say, you got to be a savage when it comes to lending money because we all got to accept this. If you're going to lend somebody money, and that's usually when people come and hang around your feet, they need some money. Either you lend it to them and don't ever expect it back. Don't say, okay, I'm going to give you this $5,000 and then you're going to give it back to me when you get your taxes because that is the number one, the one response. Everybody, when I get my income tax, I'm going to pay you back. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're going to see that money hit their account, and they're going to be like, dang, I got to pay him his money. Well, maybe I can make a payment plan. Maybe I could do something. I'll give him a couple hundred here, and then just go. They're not going to pay you back. Don't expect it back. Mm -hmm. That's really good advice. That's the best advice mm -hmm. because you know you're not going to get that money back. If these people are – now, what is it that they're trying to help you with? You know, Is it that they need somebody to babysit their kids? Well, you shouldn't have made them. If you're trying to get people to babysit your kids and that's all they, man, I need you to watch them for a couple of hours and 
what do you need to do? What is it that you're doing that you need them to watch your kids? Be a savage. Get your business off the ground. And if they mad at you and they can't accept the fact that you are trying to better yourself and make life better, they need to bail. And you need to bail. Man, it's been fun, y'all. It goes too fast. This is the Darian America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, the United States Champion of Justice, Fixing America's Issues, One State at a Time. I'll see y'all Saturday. And you've been listening to the Darian America Show, brought to you by WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. We air each and every Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. Central Time. This is Darian America saying thank you for tuning in.